Hello, y'all. Welcome to the second ever episode of Toilet Time, the first and only podcast located entirely inside of my bathroom. Pretty sure. We are. I'm Ben. And I'm Grant. And uh, let's get right into the sporting news. Up first, stop. Gator time. Again. Yes, again, because the Gators men's track and field brought home another NCAA championship for Florida. Congratulations, guys. Additionally, Florida baseball is headed to Omaha for the College Baseball World Series, and they play Virginia on Friday. Hopefully they can win that game, win the series, and uh, bring home another championship for good old Florida. Hopefully they lose. So go Virginia. Hater. On the bad note for Florida, the Miami Heat... Losing five games to the Denver Nuggets. What was it that I said last time? Um, you said the that the, the Heat were, were going to win in five. In, Nuggets were going to win in five. And you said what? Uh, heat and heat and seven. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I correct? It's like the jersey number you got on there. Possibly, I might have said that. I might have been very wrong. Honestly, I believe you should be punished for that. But you're going to be punished later on, anyways. So. I mean, Nicole Jokic, balled out, absolute legend. Um, coming from a six should have been MVP. Should have been MVP of the regular season. I mean, he didn't. He he just played so well. I mean, I don't think any any team in the NBA would have been able to stop him or stop the Nuggets in general. I mean, they just everyone on that team was playing fantastically, though. I mean, you got to give it though. You gotta give give the Heat props. I mean, they they played with such tenacity and with such heart and drive that I mean, I think if it was almost any other team that would have made it from the from the Western Conference, I think the Heat probably would have given them a better run. Yeah, the Nuggets are really good. The Nuggets were. Just I mean, beyond fantastic. this is the first year since like what the bubble where Jokic and Jamal Murray have actually played together. Yeah. Yeah, and they made it to the Western Conference Finals that year. Yeah. Only lost because LeBron and AD were unstoppable that year. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if they can both stay healthy again... Well, it's usually Jamal Murray, but yeah. if that even team can if, stay healthy, they're probably the best in the NBA. Yeah, and even if he can't stay healthy, I mean, they're still easily one of the best teams in the NBA. I mean, Aaron Gordon just absolutely was fantastic for... The Nuggets throughout the entirety of the playoffs, and when Michael Porter Jr. was playing well, he was playing very well. I mean, granted, he needs to learn to pass the ball a little bit more, <laughs> but he's a bucket. He's a bucket. He's a walking bucket. But even like outside of that, I mean, they'd have Bruce Brown come in. He'd give them some solid minutes too. KCP. Was pretty much that entire roster. I think if they can stick together, next Jeff year, Green, Jeff Green, <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Jordan, yeah. Mitch Smith. <laughs> so uh, Christian Brown was doing really good in the playoffs too. So lots of Browns. Yeah, it's just weird because his is like spelled like Braun. Oh really? Yeah, it's spelled it's it's spelled like B R A U N. It's really weird. I thought it was Braun, but then the announcer was saying Brown. I was like, the hell? Well, well. It's not up to me how he pronounces his name. Well, congratulations, Denver, on your first ever title. 
Sorry, Heat, you played you great. But the Nuggets are just better. Yeah. All right, on to the next thing. Jacob DeGrom or Tommy John? Who knows? Jacob DeGrom's season is over, and he received his second Tommy John surgery. When healthy, DeGrom is one of the best pitchers in the league, but he just can't seem to stay on the field. What does this mean for DeGrom's future in the league? Do you think teams are going to want to keep playing a player who hasn't pitched over 100 innings since 2019? I think, I mean, if they can get him for cheaper, I think it would significantly make teams a little bit more intrigued. So you think the Rangers are going to release him eventually? I don't think they'll release him. Like, what's the current contract that he's on? It's big. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's really big. (laughs) That's not helpful. Okay. Okay, well, whatever it is, it can just pop up right away, so I couldn't just, like, give a number. Um, (laughs) I mean, if he can just... If he can just stay healthy for at least half the season... It's a five-year, $185 million contract. Yeah, so a few pennies. If he can stay healthy for at least half the season, I'd say... And if he can continue to play at that high level, I mean, it's, I'd say it's worth it, even though it's only half a season, but I mean, when he's healthy, he's easily one of the best in the entire league. So, I mean, who knows though, after this surgery, exactly with this being his second one, it, it could start to be a drop off, but I mean, for the time being, if he can keep up that high level of play, I'd still I'd still give him the shot because if it's a risk to have him at his best, I, I'd take it personally. I understand why you wouldn't, but I think it's a shot that should be taken though. Yeah. I just don't know if I'd want to, if I was a team, if I'd want to pay him that much just to take up all that money. I mean it's fair. It's he fair. is very, very good, but it just seems inevitable every single year. Yeah, I mean since twenty nineteen of his second Tommy John, he's starting to get starting to get up there in age because he's what like 32-ish? Yeah, he's in his 30s. Yeah. yeah, so pretty soon. Unless he's like Max Scherzer or like Justin Verlander, he's probably going to be hitting his peak pretty soon. So, Dalvin Cook, no longer cooking for the Vikings. After six seasons of wearing the purple and gold, Dalvin Cook finds himself released after the Vikings failed to find a trade partner for the four-time Pro Bowler out of Florida State. The move was made after Cook wanted a new contract that would pay him in the $10 million range, and obviously the Vikings just weren't willing to pay him that. So is Cook worth the $10 million, and how much will this move impact the Vikings, and where do you think he should go next? I think that the Vikings probably made a smart decision. Their running back room is probably going to be fine without him. He was a great player. Unfortunately, running backs just aren't very valuable. Alexander Madison whenever Cook was out with an injury which seemed fairly often I feel he would always play pretty much as good as Cook yeah and he's significantly cheaper than Dalvin Cook so yeah. I mean it's 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 not really going to do that much to the for the team now I mean it's saving up that extra money is definitely going to help in a couple of years when they have to get an extension for Justin Jefferson so I mean it's a smart move by the Vikings I mean yeah he was good but at the same time he's not the only one on the team and it's running back 
and Madison does as good, essentially. So it's not really that much a big of a thing for them, I feel. So Yeah, I I think it was a good move. Yeah. He's not gonna get that anywhere, I d I don't think. No, it's if he gets that anywhere, it'd have to be like a Texans, you know, one of those low tier teams that just aren't very good at they the just moment. They just want a running back. That just yeah. I mean but like if he's willing to accept that he's most likely not going to be getting that, I mean, he might get about that. Because I'm pretty sure I saw Miles Sanders got like six to seven per year or something like that. So he might be able to get that eight to ten million range. But, I mean, I mean, if the Dolphins can get him for about that eight million range, I, Dolphins would make a lot of sense for him, though. Didn't so, Tony Pollard get injured? Isn't he going to, like, miss this year or something? No. I made that up. Honestly, yeah. yeah, you made that up. All right. Yeah, I thought, you're just insane. I thought he had an injury. I was saying... No, I think he might have had, like, some kind of injury. But he's not missing the season, though. Okay. Yeah. Pollard, who fractured his fibula and suffered a high angle injury in the first half of the playoffs. I think he did get injured, didn't he? I mean, he might have, but it's not like... He tore his ACL or tore his Achilles, and they were like, "Oh, you're over here," kind of thing, you know? Because he he exited in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but the playoffs were now months ago. So I mean, that's if, true. Uh, okay, so true. it's yeah, it's gonna take him three months. Yeah, but he's probably that's already probably already right yeah. yeah. All right, my bad. As long as he's not like Lonzo and just like keeps having that surgery after surgery, he should be fine. Yeah, I still feel like the Cowboys would be a good fit for him. For if, Dalvin Cook? If they don't, if they can get him for a lot cheaper than yeah, If they can get him for like $3 million, then it makes sense, but there's no way they're going to get him. Yeah. So. I was thinking Paul got injured, but like that duo would be insane. Like the, yeah, like, but if they're... Kind of like Zeke and, yeah, and Dalvin. It's or, just, well, Tom. I mean, can they use Dalvin Cook as a center? <laughs> Is Ezekiel Elliott even on a team right now? He's still free. <laughs> I'll probably just sign, like, a really low contract before the season starts, I'm guessing. I don't, know. I, I don't think he'll... I think he can still get a fairly decent contract. Oh, you think? Yeah. What is he waiting for? I don't know. Maybe he could have some injury stuff going on, and he's trying to wait for that to heal up, kind of like kind of like what Odell did. But, yeah. I feel like Ezekiel Elliott is a good example of how running backs just don't get paid. What do you mean? Or, like... Like, he's not... Zeke Elliott can't find anyone really to play for right now, I feel like. Devin Cook I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's he just can't find anyone to play for. It could just be like he's purposefully waiting for a little bit till he's like... till he finds the ideal place for the ideal situation, the ideal role for what he's wanting, so... Yeah. Dude, what if you went to the Panthers and play with Miles Sanders? I don't hate the Panthers. <laughs> I mean, I. It was a smart move by the Eagles to let him go. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna be going into a system that fits in better with the Panthers. So. Anyway, we kind of got off topic there, but like the very running back market well, in the NFL is kind of so. crazy, just in general. A little bit, yeah. All right, on to the next. The Panthers slain by the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights defeated the Panthers 9-3 in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals to win their first championship in team history. 
Very impressive for the Golden Knights, who only became a team in 2017, just six years after they were formed, they won a championship. The Panthers joined the list of Florida teams like the Heat and FAU college basketball team to lose within sight of championship. So, two things. I mean, I think it's very impressive that Knights won so early in their existence. I think they're like the fourth quickest team to win a championship, which is cool. Fourth, maybe fifth. Right? Fourth or fifth, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing is, it must suck to be like live in South Florida right now yeah. and have, watch all those teams lose. And it's funny because all of them were like Cinderella runs too. Like the yeah. Heat 8 seed, Florida 8 seed, FAU 12 seed? No, 9 seed. I wouldn't know. It was a 9 seed, but still, that's crazy to get in the Final Four. Um, so yeah, let us know how you're feeling if you're one of those fans. Yeah, must suck. Yep. Speaking of <laughs> sucking for fans. Yeah. The A's fans have been... Participating in a takyab. Grant, if, what is a takyab? A takyab. A takyab. What is that? It is a reverse boycott. You know, see what I was trying to do there? It is boycott backwards. T T O C Y O B. Takyab. Takyab. Why do you keep adding the Y? Because <laughs> there's a Y in it. But... Yeah, but after the C, not the Okay, T. whatever. If you guys... If you guys spell boycott backwards, this will make more sense yes. to you. Backwards is <laughs> Write it on a paper. C-Y-O-B, so... Last night in a game where the, a- where the A's faced off against the Rays, the-, the fans in Oakland boycotted the owners of the club, but instead of not going to the game, the team had a season-high 27,759 fans attend the game in protest of the owners potentially moving the club to Las Vegas, leaving Oakland, without an MLB team shortly after the Raiders moved to Vegas and the Warriors to San Francisco. This season is the fans' last shot at convincing the owners to stay, and unfortunately, the boycott might not have been enough as the stadium wasn't even filled to half capacity. But the reverse boycott may even be impacting the players, too, as the A's are on a, what I'm pretty sure is a, current MLB leading six-game win streak coming off of two straight wins against arguably the best team in baseball right now being the A's. The Rays. Yeah, the Rays. What did I say? (laughs) The A's. They are the best team. (laughs) Um, They are actually playing the Rays again right now. It's the top of the third, and the A's are winning 3-1 to as well. So, with the reverse boycott maybe being a success, would you prefer the A's stay in Oakland or make the move to Vegas? I would obviously prefer that they stay in Oakland, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm actually planning on going to a game in Oakland this year. Oh, you're going to go all the way to Oakland? Yeah, because this is probably either the last or second to last time they're going to be there. So, Mm. yeah. That's like the other complete other side of the country for us. Yeah, we're we're in Pennsylvania. By the Eagles and the Steelers. It's only like a... 32-hour drive. 32-hour drive. 35. Fairly hefty plane ticket. <laughs> but, so uh... You, you can have fun with that. I will. But, yeah, I think the A's... Remember in the last episode, I said they weren't going to have a record losing streak. They were going to start winning. And they, they, they already have, so... No thanks to you. It was because of me. So, good for you, Rays, or A's. You messed it up for me, Grant. Sorry. 
Good for you, A's. Rays, you got to step up your game against the A's. Um, anyway, I hope that Totoyoi yeah. Cobb works. Yeah. Corn on the Cobb, whatever. Um, anyway, um, Rod Woodson gone. That's right. We even talk about the XFL on this podcast. NFL Hall of Famer and Steelers legend Rod Woodson has parted ways, mutually parted ways, with the Vegas Vipers after his first season as a coach. The team went 2-8 and eight and had the second-worst record in the league. My question is, how can a former NFL player, who clearly has plenty of knowledge about the game, not be a successful coach in the XFL of all places? I didn't really watch the games. I doubt you did either, Grant. No. But if I had to guess, it would be because of the lack of talent, not because he's just an awful head coach. I mean, I mean, it's the XFL. Players can sometimes not be good coaches, or just like that good. Like he coached in the NFL football. for like five seasons, yeah, not as a head coach. I was gonna say that's not as a head coach. I'm like, I'm trying to think of. I know there are examples of players that were good and then ended up just being terrible coaches, but I am completely blanking on them right now. Steve Nash. Oh, if you're going basketball. I mean, I, it's just an example. I was trying to he think of He didn't get one. that much time, though. No, but he still had the big three, though. Yeah, but that big three didn't work with anybody. He's still, they gave him, like, what, a season, and then as soon as they didn't win the championship, you're gone. But you look at the Nuggets. Michael Malone gave him eight years, and he won one. Yeah, that the NBA coaching carousel is a talk Completely for another day. Story. Yeah, but... But, but anyway, I was Rod Woodson. To think of one, like an NFL one, but yeah, I a lot. Most times, players just coach the positions that they coached in. Yeah, sometimes then once they're good enough that once they are become like good at that spot, then they'll get like coordinator job of either the entire offense or the entire defense, or they'll just go straight into the head coaching job. John Harbaugh. No, Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback for the Colts, but he was actually not a bad coach. But no, I was gonna say yeah, he was a good coach. I mean he got to the Super Bowl with the forty ers Yeah, and now he's for Michigan. I don't like Michigan either. <laughs> if you're a Michigan fan, screw you. The only good thing you have going for you is your logo. <laughs> yeah, because those are high school's <laughs> logos and colors. They copied it kind it's... of. An M Anyway. Shut up. Saquon sit out? I I completely forgot to come up with a better name for that one. Oh no, tough shit. In a situation that we didn't see that long ago with Le'Veon Bell, Saquon Barkley is currently holding out of all team activities with the Giants as he's looking to bring home a hefty paycheck. Barkley coming off a season where he rushed for a career high 1,312 yards. Penn State product is looking to add his name to the list of some of the highest paid running backs in the league with the names like Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, who are the only two running backs making over eleven million dollars. Now I don't I now I think those are based off of like salary, but that's if you're not including who B. John Robinson, who was just drafted, who's making thirteen point seven two million. Um 
But Barkley, just like Bell did a few years ago, has said that he will sit out of the entire season if he feels it necessary, as he says that he just wants respect. So was it smart for him to sit out? No, 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 no. Bell made one of the worst moves as a running back in history, and I would know. I'm a Steelers fan. If you couldn't tell by the jersey in that. <laughs> he, like, was a great player, but he should have known how good he had it in Pittsburgh. And you saw his career was ruined after he left. Um, and part of that, I think, is because he sat out an entire year. That, but also Bell was a little bit older at the time, too. So, I mean, he could have I mean, just been on the poise. He's a similar age to what Saquon is right now. I mean, he... I mean, what, how old was... He was, what, late 20s at that point when he held he, out? Like, 27, He had... I mean, he, w- he was coming off his rookie contract, so it was pretty similar... Um, pretty similar age. I think he was probably like twenty-seven. I don't know. I said I think Barkley's like twenty-five. So I mean, it's close just, enough. I was gonna say yeah, maybe just he wasn't an old fart. Yeah, like I know sometimes running backs, their like peak is only for a couple of years. Yeah. Now, so it could have just been that, but at the same time. I don't know the situation behind it. Maybe the Giants are trying to give him, like, very, very little money. Yeah, he hasn't even signed his franchise tag yet, his franchise tender. Yeah. Which I, is going to be getting him $10 million, and he wants more than that. Well, I think he more so wants a long-term contract. Yeah, I, well, it's... I, because it's, he wants the longer-term deal, but it's he also wants more than $10 million Yeah. Because he... I'm pre- I saw something pretty much saying that, like... He just wants to be respected, and he feels with what they're offering him isn't, like, I guess, respectful. Not necessarily that, but, like, he feels he's worth more than that. And him, them not offering that to him makes him feel a little undervalued, I think is kind of what it is. Yeah, I... Unless the Giants are being really stupid, I think he's gonna make a big mistake. I yeah, as long because I mean as long as long as he's still doing stuff, as long as he's still working out a lot and he's yeah, still, it's not the same. I well, know it's not the same as in game production, but I mean it's better than nothing though. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, indeed we will. So. Who let the brown dog logo out? <laughs> that sounded bad. But who let the Browns logo out? That's a dog. The Browns released a new logo that was voted on by the fans. <laughs> the new dog logo won't replace the iconic the iconic helmet logo. But it will represent the dog pound in Cleveland. Now I don't know if you guys have seen this logo. If you're watching it on YouTube, I'll put up a picture. But what do you think, Grant? I don't think it's that great. It's, it's not it's, that great. <laughs> you know, it looks it looks like when you make like uh when you're in franchise mode in Madden <laughs> and you like relocate a team to like England and it just gives you those cheesy generic logos. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. The cool thing is it has like images hidden in it like the state of ohio is in it oh i didn't know I didn't yeah but you can't even really look see that unless you look closely but yeah it's kind of lame but it's not people like it's not their main logo 
honestly, I don't even know what the point of is the, of the dog logo. They don't really put it merchandise. Yeah, they put it on some shirts. But but yeah, the Browns are always changing stuff cuz they have probably in my opinion the worst uniforms and like logos in the NFL. They don't even have a logo. It's just an orange helmet. Anyway, that's kind of... I Sean Watson's our quarterback, and he is a shit person. Maybe that's why... Hey, you haven't met him. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're the Browns, because he's a shit person. That is not... Wait. Remember when OBJ played that for the Browns after that rumor came out? <laughs> anyway, 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 we have to move on. We have to okay. move on. That, that could be taken very badly out of context. No, the rumor. No, no, you're not. You're not thinking of it the way that I am. Okay, just keep going. Okay, I can explain later. <laughs> Jags are making sure the rats are staying out. The Jaguars, just a couple months after it was announced that they dealt with a rat infestation in the locker room, but this could be just completely unrelated to that. It could just be like coincidental. But they have released renderings for a new planned stadium. The only bad part. I believe is that there's gonna be a couple like occu- the maximum occupancy is gonna be a couple thousand less, which is really the only bad part. But I mean, they're still gonna be able to have over sixty thousand people, which really isn't that massive of a change. So, what do you think of the new renderings? I mean, when they show those new renderings, they always look awesome. Yeah. So it'll probably be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, um. I don't know. I don't think it'll top like some of the best in the NFL, like old the financial field. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles Stadium. No, but the one they just did in in LA. The one where the Chargers in the late. SoFi. SoFi. That one is looks really cool. Raiders one looks cool too. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't think it'll top those. Do you know what's the best one though? What. <laughs> Die, Eagles, die. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but, anyway, you but anyway. I know where you sleep. They're going to do a new stadium, but the question is, where are they going to play in the meantime? I've seen some things saying, like, where are they going to play? I saw one saying they might play at Daytona Speedway. Yeah, yeah I saw that. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But I think they should play at University of Florida Stadium, Ben Hell Griffin. <laughs> that can hold 90,000. Imagine how many people you could fit. Not that the Jaguars have that many fans, but I think they should play in Gainesville. I don't. I don't think so. It probably wouldn't make any sense, but I want to see it happen. I want to be able to see Gators on Saturday, Jags on Sunday. I'm not a Jags fan, but that would just be cool. I don't want to see that. All right, Grant's just a Florida hater. He doesn't. Yeah, I'm right. I am. (laughs) All right, we're concluded with the news segment. Now we will get into some potential trades that we have cooked up. Grant will start. That was way too creepy. <laughs> now I'm just picturing you like at a, a playground. <laughs> what? That you probably should. <laughs> what am I doing in a playground? <laughs> no, you're the one there. <laughs> just going up to the. I've got something cooking. All right, Grant. Continue, right? God damn it! They okay. cooked up. So the first one. I have Tyler Hero. The Heat, I mean, Duncan Robinson stepped up, Gabe Vincent stepped up. I mean, I think the Heat could potentially get some pretty good offers for Hero. I mean, he's still young. 
can still play, can still produce at a pretty good level. I mean, he he, he averaged over 20 points a game this past season, I think. I think he was, like, at 20 points per game this season. But I have him going to the Cavs for Karis LeVert, Chetty Osman, and a first. Isn't it CD? I'm pretty sure it's Chetty. It could be CD. I'm pretty sure it's CD, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm for Chetty. <laughs> From who? Stuff. I've heard him health call himself CD. CD Lamb. <laughs> that was very uh, so get for violent. Anyway, the one that's like stalking children. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, I think that's an overpay for Tyler Hero, and I don't think the Cavs really. Yeah, need I, him. that was simply just called. I couldn't think of. I had a hard time thinking of who to come up with that. I could definitely see it getting traded, but yeah, I, I don't. This I don't think that's a trade that I have a team would make. I mean, I think if the Heat were offered that, I think they might accept it because I mean, Karis LeVert, he can he can still play pretty well. Osman, I mean, he he came in off the bench, put up like about ten points a game. But I mean, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think either team really accepts that. But I mean, if that were hypothetically to happen, the Heat would win that trade. I think. Yeah, probably. I mean, That'd be interesting, though. Yeah. All right. Next trade. Luis Robert Jr. He's had a great season so far. Lots of home runs. Lots of RBIs. Pretty good average. It's on the White Sox now. The White Sox aren't very good this year. I think they might just start to tear it down. Luis Robert is pretty young, but I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to trade him for something better. So I have him going to the Blue Jays, who are in a playoff hunt, and uh, they could definitely use some more power in their outfield. I have them being traded for infielder Santiago Espinal and top 100 pitching prospect. I feel like it'd be a pretty fair trade. Uh... The White Sox could definitely use some middle infield help. Espinal is really young. He hasn't really... he In his two seasons he started, he did pretty good. Last year he was an all-star. But now Whit Merrifield has kind of taken over for him. And I think that they might just... I mean, Whit Merrifield is pretty young too. But I might think they might just stick with him. So I think it would be a pretty good trade for both teams. Yeah, that would be pretty fair for both teams. I mean, as you said, the White Sox are struggling. So, I mean, if they can still... Get some young guys like that they can develop yeah, pretty well for someone like Robert. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't make that deal. I mean, it's beneficial trade for both sides. So, plus the White Sox need starting pitching. That's been really bad this year. Yeah. So. So my next guy, I don't even know if he can be traded because I mean, technically, he's not even on a contract <laughs> right now. <laughs> But I have Saquon Barkley. It could be a sign maybe. trade. It could be. Um, I have him going to the Bills for a second, a third, two fourths, and a fifth. I mean, that's about what 49ers gave up for Christian McCaffrey. So I don't think it would be too too crazy for the the Giants to expect much more than that. I can uh, see I, that. Yeah, so I, get, I think I'd put in like an extra fourth because of the fact that Saquon's a little bit younger than what McCaffrey was at the time of the trade, I think. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily know how well Saquon would fit with the Bills. I just, I still, I mean, I still think Saquon, I mean, the Bills are a very 
pass-heavy offense. And, I mean, Saquon, I think, is probably a top-five receiving back in the league yet. So, I mean, he still could probably fit in very well. He might just not have as much of an impact through the, through the ground, though. I feel like people have been mocking the Bills to get a running back some way in a long time for a long time, and they just haven't. No. I mean, they got James Cook in, like, the third round or something. I mean, he, rookie running backs typically don't blast off on the scene right away. I mean, outside of, like, Brees Hall and, like, Kenneth Walker yeah. last year. But, I mean... I mean, I think the problem is is they don't give any of their running backs an opportunity. No. They, they are a very pass-heavy offense, and it's just they don't really... And when they run, they just use Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. But that would be interesting. I think the Giants would take that honestly to they get that him. much for not paying him. They yeah. don't. They don't want to pay him anyway. I don't think. So. I mean, I think they do want to pay him. I mean, it's Saquon. Well, obviously, they would prefer not to pay the running back ten plus million dollars. You know. True. But. All right. Coming back to basketball, got Damian Lillard. A lot of people thought he would get traded this year. He didn't. I'm not sure if he wants to get traded. I think he's, like, on the brink. Yeah, I think he wants to be that guy that, like, plays for the same team and he's loyal, but he's just, he wants a ring. He deserves yeah, I one. I think he's starting to, I think him and Bradley Beal are both starting to hit that point. Of yeah. Just, the yeah, Blazers are probably not good. So, I have him going to the Suns. Now, the Suns have tried to get a lot of stars. Didn't work this year, but... I have them trading away some of their stars and kind of like a rebuild slash bring in a star while they... Not rebuild, retool, sorry. Um, so I have them trading away Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and Landry Shamit and a first-round pick for Damian Lillard. Some people might say that's a lot, but I think Damian Lillard is probably like a top five-point guard in the NBA for sure. For sure, maybe top three. Like Curry's better... Like, you could argue these two. What? Jaw Wick. Jaw Wick. I feel like Dame is actually better than Jaw. He just plays yeah, on a crappy just, team. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I just wanted to, <laughs> you just wanted to say Jaw Wick. Cool. But, yeah, I feel like the Suns probably don't want to keep going with Paul now that he's I kind mean, of declined. It's... Like, I'm pretty sure I saw that something came out saying that they released him... But then Frank Vogel was like, we didn't do that. Yeah. So, I mean, Chris Paul's definitely going to get traded this offseason anyways. DeAndre Eaton probably will. Too. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. It's obvious. And then Chris Paul's going to go to the, like, Blazers, and he's going to somehow make them a playoff team, but then lose in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I can just imagine it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's definitely... I don't know. That's that's a little hard to to say. I mean... I think if they if they make this trade, Blazers would keep Aiton, but I think they would look to get rid of Chris Paul right away. I you mean, think? I, I think so. I mean, they're they're young. They're not really looking to make a playoff push with what they've got at the moment, or make any kind of playoff run or title run or whatever. So I mean, I think they try to look. If they make that deal, look to unload Chris Paul immediately, bring in some other young guys, or try to do some kind of try to make some kind of deal to buy out his contract. But, I mean, for the Suns, that would, that would to a degree, that kind of hurt them, too. I mean, even though DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to play for, for them anymore, I mean, he still averaged a double, like, I'm pretty sure he still averaged a double-double. 
So, I mean, that would hurt them interior-wise pretty hard. Because, I mean, there's not a whole lot of players that could probably... I mean, they could probably pretty easily find someone that could, like, step into that role of post-defender. DeAndre Gets Jordan. a lot of rebounds. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Dwight Howard coming back from Taiwan. No, he's only going to the Kings, remember? He's only, he only said that <laughs> championship he, he, contender. He said that he he thinks he could help the Sacramento Kings win a championship, and he only said the Sacramento <laughs> Kings. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, the Suns could probably do something for like a Clint Capella, who doesn't really who who could still produce at a pretty good level, but doesn't necessarily offensively get as went as much as Aiton does. So, I mean. I think that's definitely going to be a win for the Suns. But I can see that to a degree hurting both teams, though. Yeah, definitely. So staying in the basketball realm, I have Tobias Harris finally getting traded to the Magic for Jalen Suggs and a pick swap. Tobias Harris going back to the Magic. Um... The Sixers could potentially be losing out on Harden. So, I mean, I think them potent in this, bringing in Suggs, could, it could help them a lot. I mean, you put him with um, Nick Nurse, could help Suggs develop a little bit. The same with having Maxie there, he'll definitely help out. Um, I mean, I think this would be a hard trade for to get accepted, which is essentially why I have it just Tobias for Suggs. Because, I mean, for one, Suggs is still in his rookie contract. He's still got a really high potential. But And then Tobias Harris, he's still he can still contribute pretty well. He averaged about 15 points per game for the Sixers this past year. But he's on a max contract. And so I think it. some teams might be a little... Why would the Magic want to, to do that? Because he's a, he's a vet. He's a vet who can still play well. and On a max... I know, but I mean, for that kind of a position, he play he can he plays he can help out Paolo Bancaro. I think he can help out. I think if they bring in Tobias Harris, he could potentially go into that like plaguery coach kind of a role. And I mean, he he knows to a degree. I mean, granted, he hasn't been to a championship, but he knows what to. He knows. That how to win. I mean, he sure. with the, the, he knows what it takes to win. Does that mean that they win? No. <laughs> he knows, but he knows what it takes because he sees teams. He's been around. <laughs> he's been around for a little while now. I mean, he he's got some knowledge up there. So I mean, I think just with all of that, I mean, I it could be something. The magic could be interested in. To a, um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know who would win this trade. Um, probably the Sixers. Definitely as the long Sixers. as the Sixers can resign George Niang. They, I'm not gonna lie. Niang and Tobias Harris pretty much played the exact same role. Um, but I mean, I think Tobias Harris could potentially go to the Magic. Be a pretty good piece for them I mean 
when you look at it, he still averaged about 15 points a game this past season, but with the Sixers over the past two years, he went from like 20 points per game to like 17, and then I think went to 15. So, I mean, if he can be a bit of a more contributing piece to the offense, he could be he could be a lot more better. Be a lot more beneficial. Like I mean, he still like shot fifty percent from the field, which and just shooting fifty percent from the field and scoring about fifteen a game—that's still good. But I mean, because I mean, when you look at it, he was the number four piece on the offense. So for the Sixers, and he still averaged fifteen a game. If you bump him up to like the number two guy, that could easily be about twenty points a game at least. So all right. We just talked way too long about Tobias Harris. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, my last trade. It's a good old threesome trade. You don't see these too often in the NFL. Um, hasn't been one in a while. But I'm doing a three-team trade between the Bills, the Rams, and the Raiders. Now, there's some news circulating about Stephon Diggs. So, I wanted to do a trade with him. But this is a really neat trade. It's a three-team trade, each dealing one wide receiver to a different team that I think are pretty similar in skill. And I think the teams might find a better fit with these receivers. So, I have Stefan Diggs going to the Rams. I have Cooper Cup going to the Raiders. And I have Devontae Adams going to the Bills. Now, you might say, why would the teams want to do this? Well... None of the none of these teams really got the result they wanted last year. Um, and I think that they might be a better fit. Well, Stefan Diggs, what he's not doesn't seem happy. And Devontae Adams didn't seem super happy either. And now the quarterback that he went there that he liked isn't even there anymore. So I think the Bills on paper definitely win this because they're getting the best wide receiver out of the three, probably. But I just think switching the three up would be very, very interesting. Would it happen? No, it would never happen. But that's what this is about. It's about fun stuff, and that would be fun. You have to admit, Grant, that would be a Dude, fun that trade. That would be. That would be like I, the I, coolest if trade. If I were a Raider fan, I'd probably be the most upset over that. Just because, I mean, don't get me wrong, Cooper Cup is still an amazing receiver. But I mean, I don't think Cooper Cup could fill in for Devontae Adams. I mean, yeah, they both are very good route running guys, but I mean, I mean Cooper Cup is also coming off an injury, so I mean Bills up, I any time would win that trade. Yeah, so. definitely. But I think it would be cool. Yeah, it would be very cool. All right, now it's time to get to the toilet player of the week. This week's toilet player is none other than Alec Manoa. Pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Last year, Alec Manoa finished the year with a 2.24 ERA, 196.2 innings pitched, and 180 strikeouts. He finished third in the AL Cy Young race. This year, in 13 starts, he has a 6.36 ERA, leads the league in walks, and the Blue Jays have a record of 4-9 and nine when he pitches. He was sent down to the minor leagues, and he would probably rank last in this year's AL Cy Young race, if there was one, if you could rank every pitcher. So what happened to Manoa? A lot of people think it might be the new pitch clock rules, or did he just lose it? I hope that he can find his stuff again, 
But for now, Alec, Mr. Manoa, you are this week's toilet player. Now we must put you sacrificial in the toilet. Putting it in the toilet. <laughs> we promise it's going right in the toilet. Pretty funny if he gets stained onto the toilet. Just his face. Just So it's there forever. That would be perfect. Forever. Alright, now we're going to today's segment of Obscure Sports, Sports Quarterly. Quarterly. Grant, take it away. On this week and on this episode of Obscure Sports Quarterly, we are talking about the famed worldwide sport of cherry pit spitting. Started back in 1974 when Herb or Herb Teichman Teichman I don't really know who cares sorry Herb um how dare you say that about Herb <laughs> or is it Herb could be <laughs> anyway owner of the Tree Mendis Fruit Farm in Michigan held the first ever cherry pit spinning competition. He started doing it as a way to make use of cherry pits, and it started as a neighborhood thing. And then it just grew more and more in popularity. The sport is played by getting three cherries and then just spitting the pits to see how far they go. The competition reached such a high popularity to the point where it even began being performed in other countries such as Canada, Australia, France, and Germany. Since 1980, the Krauss family have dominated the sport as Rick Pelligun Krauss has won the competition about 18 or 19 times, most recently in 2018. And then Brian Younggun Krauss has the world record for longest spit coming in at 93 feet and six and a half inches. And he's even supposedly done one even further, but not officialized. I would like to add, he is not just spitting it like 93 feet in the air. It's he's spitting it probably like 10 feet or whatever. I don't know how long it, it rolls. Goes. 80 it feet. rolls. It could. Does he know how to spit it so it rolls? I don't know. He's probably a master. He probably knows... Be. Well, Rick's the one that's won it, like, almost 20 times. Yeah, but the young gun has 93 feet. That's insane. 93 that, feet that's, yeah, that's is, like, almost 100 feet. It is almost about 100 feet. Good job. I can't think of a thing that's, like, famously 100 feet. How, 100 feet? A football field is, like, 900 feet? No. No, that's, like, 300 feet. No, it's... Yes, it's yes, yes. <laughs> I failed math. So it's like a, a, a third, third of a football, of a football field. field. So like yeah. like 27 yards. Yeah, roughly. That's insane. 27 yards? That's a deep pass. Anyway. Yeah. Um, now, unfortunately, in 2020, the Tree Mendis Farm was sold at auction, effectively bringing the competition to a close. But the last ever winner of the competition was Kevin Boomerang Bartz with a spit of 58 feet and three and a quarter inches. Now, even though the competition at Tremendous Farm has come to a close, I'm sure there's still competitions all over the place yet. July 1st has been recognized as International Cherry Pit Spitting Day. So in a couple weeks, go get some cherries and see if you can beat Young Gun's record. But we're not going to wait. No, we're Me not. Me and Grant have gathered cherry pits. We're going to spit them in here. And we're going to spit them. We'll spit them 93 feet here and in the see bathroom. who can spit the farthest. I hope mine we is get like three pits. covered in 
napkin. Now, I feel like we can probably get it to the wall. Probably. This bathroom isn't very big. <laughs> Your mom's just... <laughs> so, um, when you're ready, girl, put the first one in her mouth. I have, we have never, we haven't practiced this. No, I don't yeah. know how it's going to go. I watched a video where Rick was kind of giving a little <laughs> tip, though. Oh, so Grant so has I an have advantage. advantage. And uh, Grant's also closer and higher up. Yes. But I'm going to try my best. So we're just spitting that way? Just spit towards the camera. I hit the camera. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. We both hit the wall. We easily hit the wall. Oh, that little, like, doorstop thingy's over. It yeah. Like it, oh. <laughs> I saw that. So they, it so hard they knocked it over. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we're too good for the bathroom. We are too good for the bathroom. Um, But now let's try to... Let's try to hit the camera. Hit the spot where it's filming. Wait, hold on. Three. Two. One. <laughs> <laughs> that one was bad. I got it. I got closer than you. <laughs> that was... That was a bad spit. This is harder when you're in a tub. <laughs> okay. Third and final go. Alright, if you hit the camera, you win. Grant, um, this is much easier for Grant, but I'm impressed that my first one hit the wall. That's just impressive. Alright. Three, two, one. Shit. <laughs> I had a really good first one, and then I yeah. just choked. Okay, so the little tip that he gave, if you plan on doing this again, I think he was saying to like wrap your tongue over it. Like, like oh, so you, like need, a, you need the tongue. Yeah. It's all about the tongue. Well, not just the tongue, but I mean, he was saying, like, also to um, gotta make sure you have, like, strong lungs, too. Which I, you I also struggle, don't have. I struggle with that one. What you guys don't know, we were, like, sitting here for an hour trying to get the mic stork, and every, like, five seconds. Because adult onset asthma boy over here. I think I have COPD. You know those commercials with the elephant was, sitting on the guy's was, chest? I've heard of COPD, but I have no <laughs> idea what it is. There's like, you, you haven't seen those commercials? I've heard of COPD, and I probably have seen those commercials, <laughs> but I cannot think of them at the moment. Because it's like little like animated, like really badly animated <laughs> cartoons. Alright, so. guys. Pray for me. Oh, I just wasn't cut out for the cherry spitting competition. No, no, you weren't. That's why you don't live in Michigan. That's why your brother does. Anyway... <laughs> We're going to be getting on with the second edition of Movie of the Day. Grant, take us away. Now, this movie came out, what, early 2000s? 2004. 2004. And it is arguably the best movie and the greatest movie that Matt Damon has ever done. And we are obviously talking about the movie Euro Euro Trip. trip. Euro Trip. Euro trip. Euro trip. It is just. It's, it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> Most of you guys probably haven't heard of this. Yeah. I highly recommend you watch. Yes. So essentially, what it's about are. It's about these four friends that go on a trip to Europe to find their one friend's like long lost love. Even though it's not really a long lost love, he was like a pen pal with her, but he thought she was a dude. So. It's very complicated. It's, it, but it's a little complicated. Basically, well, there was some miscommunication with his German pen pal, and the it was it's a girl, and her name was Micah. 
Yeah. But, but it's spelled you, like Mike. Yeah. Um, because of the German thing. Yeah. And he thought that a guy told him that he liked him, mm-hmm. but it was actually a girl. Yeah. So he he no. was drunk because his girlfriend cheated on him. <laughs> oh yeah, we should also add that the reason we are saying that this is Matt Damon's best movie is because he had like a not even five minute long cameo in it. Basically, if you guys have heard of the song, Scotty Doesn't Know, it's an amazing song that comes from this movie. Scotty Doesn't Know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. Alright, that's the premise. And she tells him that she's at church, but she doesn't go. But she's still on her knees. And Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. This is going to sound really confusing. I'm, you First, listen to the song, right? Listen that's to the not, song. I mean, not it will, that's not going to give you like, it's a, a lot banger. of information <laughs> It's a banger. <laughs> this is probably sounding confusing, but please watch it. I just probably. checked. It's actually on Paramount+. Plus. I promise. I right now, it's on Paramount+. Plus. It'll probably... If you're watching this at another date, it'll probably be on a different streaming service, but... It's a good movie. It's funny. Um, it's got boobs. Like, like many movies. Well, yeah. But this was back in the day when they just felt like adding a bunch of boobs for no reason. So if you're into that, I'd also watch it for that. Yeah, they're they're also like high schoolers. Like just came out of high school. So you're yeah. not going to be getting like old lady ones. Not, yeah. <laughs> not like The Shining. Thanks for the... That sounded creepy though, because you said high school. They were probably in their twenties. Yeah, obviously, they're not. In they're high in their twenties when they filmed 20s. it. They're in their twenties. They they're they're playing high school. Always get like mid to late twenty year olds playing high school students. Yes, but anyway, it's about Scotty. And he who, doesn't know. He doesn't know. He goes on a quest for love. Does he find it? I don't know. You have you to watch the movie. Out. You have to watch the movie. It involves the Pope, Germany, France, Amsterdam. I'm gonna say Amsterdam. Um, you know, there's some hardcore shall we say, sexual things that they do. It's very... It like a secret underground, like... Sex BDSM dungeon. Sex yeah. dungeon. <laughs> Not Scotty. <laughs> no, no, Not no. Scotty. His friend. His friend. Scotty's friend. Scotty's doesn't know friend. But yeah, Scotty's it's, friend that also doesn't know. This is going to sound so confusing, and I apologize. Please watch it. It's a great movie. It's funny. And for all we know, we explained it better. But I explained it to him very badly, so he's just assuming that it is all confusing Okay, three points. If you like these three things, you're going to like it. Great song. That's, like, great songs. No, he has some good songs. Um, It's a mid-2000s comedy, of course. Very funny. Comedy. Jokes. Slapstick. Humor. And three. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen is in it, but three is boobs. If you like boobs, recommend watching it. It's always a seller for a lot of people. Especially you. <laughs> anyway, Grant wants to share okay, some. So this is just news. a this is a little bit about of like some movie news. So it was announced on Tuesday that Disney is delaying multiple upcoming projects, including stuff in the MCU, Star Wars, Avatar, and others, and just other projects that they have. Now it is unclear why there are the delays. It could be budget. It could be writers, the writer strike, or something that I just do not know. And if they have announced a reason, I haven't seen it yet. So now with all the delays that are in the MCU, 
First off, the Marvels has been pushed to November of 2023. Deadpool 3, unfortunately, has been pushed to May of 2024. Captain America, Brave New World, which was like just announced as like a May of 2024, it was pushed back to July of 2024. The Thunderbolts. Okay, everything has been pushed back. You don't need to list everything. Fuck you, I want to list everything. <laughs> no. God damn you. No, it's... Oh, it's getting pushed back. There, that ends the segment. The segment. <laughs> Asshole. A lot of things are getting pushed back. Did you write Avatar here? Is Avatar yep. getting pushed back? Very Avatar sad. Avatar 3, Avatar 4, and Avatar 5. Avatar 5 got pushed back to 2031. I didn't even think Avatar had a huge... Disney had a huge involvement in Avatar. Well, it's Disney bought Avatar, so... I know, but I thought James... Um, James Cameron. James Cameron just did it all, and then they were like, "Okay, it's our movie." <laughs> I thought, I thought was, he spent so much time making it, and then Bob Iger just shows me he's like, "This is mine now." I don't care what you say. That's this what I figured. To me. That's what I figured. Anyway, um, and don't worry, and I know you're so upset too. The Moana live-action no. remake got pushed back no. to. Isn't The Rock playing Maui? Of course The Rock <laughs> is playing Maui. I can't wait, but I have to wait longer. What can I say except you're welcome? Oh, very sad. Dude, they're also doing a live-action Lilo and Stitch. It's gonna be and live-action Aristocrats? Aristocats. Oh my god. <laughs> this is going to be worse than Cats. Probably um, not. If James Corden's in it, <laughs> as long as James Corden's not in it, it'll be pretty good. All right. Disney, step up your game. We want to watch these movies. Bob Iger, stop taking James Corden's work. <laughs> <laughs> How long until there's going to be a Disney version of Titanic? Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Or Terminator. We're getting ready to do our second to last segment of the day. So... We are be going. We will be doing a snake draft again. See. This time we are drafting TV show theme songs. Very true. Very cool. Now, since Grant started last time, I'll start this time. I'll get the first pick. He gets second and third. I get fourth, fifth. No. You get one. I get two. Yeah. Three, yeah. Four, five, yeah, six, yeah, yeah, seven, yeah. eight, nine. It, it's a snake draft. Ten. It's it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like a snake. Anyway, I will start. Now, I think there are two picks. We've been talking about this. We haven't ex- exposed our, um, our ideas, but I've been trying to like guess what Grant's going to pick. And I think there are two that stand above everything else, and I don't think I'm going to get both. But for the first pick, I think I have to take something that represents our state. Something that's... a a certified classic, certified great intro to a show from the 90s. I'm taking the Fresh Prince mm-hmm. of Bel-Air theme song. West Philadelphia, born and raised. That is not what I was going to pick. Really? I did not even think of that. So I am very happy about that. So now I'm not picking it based off of what I think is the best ones. I'm picking it based off of my favorite ones personally. Okay. So, that is a very good pick. Probably the best pick in all picks ever made. Ever. I don't know about that. Some would say. So, I'm with my first pick, I'm going to go with 
What's new, Scooby Doo? By simple plan. By simple plan. <laughs> That's not that's not what I expected. That is not what that I expected. That is such a good and catchy theme song. It is very good. And I'd say that's arguably <laughs> the better of the picks so far. I would disagree. Well, obviously you're going to disagree. You made the pick. I mean, how many people even... I mean, it's a good song. How many people know the What's New Scooby-Doo theme song? Probably more than what you're assuming. Do you want me to check Spotify? <laughs> no, no, please don't. I will check how many screws it has. I do know that Simple Plan plays that song at their concerts sometimes because well, people request it. Of course. Um. Can you um? Um, it has twenty one million. All right, I'll check how. Okay. M- so. Actually, I don't play. With my next pick, this isn't what I was gonna pick, but I just thought of it. It is also along the animation route. I'm going to go with the theme song to Spongebob. Aye, aye, matey. Wait, not as a go. You're the one that watched it. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting the lyrics wrong. What's new, Spongebob? Oh. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a long time. What's new, Scooby-Doo is stuck in my head. <laughs> That's a gr- that is a good song, but the best. SpongeBob. All right, I think Grant had some questionable picks there, and I, I, don't, I don't think so. I I can't believe I'm getting this one. It's like getting the two, your two favorite with the first pick, but also the fourth pick. I can't believe it, Grant. You're gonna want to die after you hear the one I'm picking. I'm picking. That is not. I wasn't gonna pick that either. You weren't going to pick the Friends not, theme song? No, that's not on my list of, like, favorite TV show theme songs. That's it's the most iconic. Just because I'm the most iconic doesn't mean it's on my favorites. Doesn't listening to that theme song just make you want to have friends in New York in the 90s and early 2000s? No. Well, it does for Only me. David Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all wish we could be friends with David Schwimmer <laughs> in New York in the 90s and David early 2000s? Schwimmer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I think, well, I can't believe I got my, my favorite two picks. And with the third pick, this is more of a one of my favorites, um, and I think that Grant likes it too. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. I'm taking Family Guy. That, that's a good one. My I favorite show of all time. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that one either. I can't believe he missed it. Yeah, I mean... Shit happens. Better than what's new Scooby Doo. Don't judge. <laughs> You're jealous that you didn't think of what's new Scooby Doo. I know you are. I know you, you did a lot of research. To... I actually didn't do much research. I was. It was simply called on my drive over. I was like, oh, what are some theme songs that I like? You could argue that what's new Scooby Doo isn't even the best Scooby Doo theme song. Okay. okay. <laughs> With my third pick, I don't think this is a theme song that's going to be very high on other people's lists either. I know you definitely watched this show. Did I? Yes, you did. I know you did. Um, this is just one of those theme songs that just hearing it makes me happy. Like when the new season came out pretty recently and I would just hear the theme song, I was like, yeah. I, there's very few shows that have made me just happy to hear the theme song, and that is Ted Lasso. 
That one's very short. It's still it's just because it's short doesn't mean it's not good. It's just one of those ones where just like just hearing it warms my heart. Mr. Mumford just plays the song very well. It's it's a good song. It's a good theme song. But again, Grant, I don't know if I'd rank it in my top theme songs. Well, you're stupid. And I don't care what you well, think. Well, I may be stupid, but I'm not stupid. You're okay. stupid for saying that. <laughs> and with my fourth pick, I'm going to make another pick that you're going to say is a bad pick. <laughs> because it is. I am going to go with the 60s Batman theme song. No, that's a good one. <laughs> that's... That's a great pick. I'm not going to argue with that one. Goddamn right, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I mean, classic. Who doesn't know Dana Nana 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 Nana? Batman. Alright. Now he's doing what's the new Scooby Doo. But Batman. I don't know if they're going to be able to tell what that is. But. Um, Grant just did it. Alright. Do I have the last two picks now? And then no, I, yeah, you got the next two, then I got one more. Oh, shoot. Oh, I'm... Alright. These are your two final selections. I'm gonna pick... The Big Bang Theory theme song. I think it's underrated. I love the Bare Naked Ladies. Don't we all? And it's just catchy. And it's it's got a longer version if you look it up. It's pretty cool. And I like the Bare Naked Ladies. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm allowed to like that. Terrible pick. Terrible pick. It's one of the... Terrible pick. Okay. Whatever. You judge what's new Scooby-Doo and then you go on and you take the fucking Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory is a family-friendly sitcom... I think I care. <laughs> Do you think that I care? I care. I think it's good. I think it's great. And with my last pick, I wasn't even going to take this. But because Grant took What's New Scooby-Doo, I'm going to take the original Scooby-Doo theme song. That's fair. That is fair. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Na, 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 na. That's fair. I feel That's like fair. it's more recognizable than... It's reckon more recognizable doesn't mean it better. <laughs> well, I did take it with the fifth pick, and you yeah. did take it with the first pick, so... That's not even what I was going to take with <laughs> my first pick, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was... I was I'm not, I'm not even going to lie, I was going to take Ted Lasso with my first pick. <laughs> I was going to... I wasn't even going to take SpongeBob either. <laughs> like, I, I, I honestly got it only took because I thought you were going to take it. <laughs> well, I didn't... Yeah, you clearly did not. And now you have a chance to to save your draft, maybe with save my pick. draft. <laughs> Bitch, mine's miles ahead of yours. And with my last pick, this is going to be another one that you're going to say is a terrible pick. I'm going to go with the theme to Parks and Recreation. Not going to lie, I don't even know what that one I is. I know, <laughs> but that's just another one that just makes me happy. How does it go? Sing it for us. It's like instrumental. Okay. I can't. Oh my god. Guys. I just realized neither of us picked The Office. I'm not huge on The Office one. I like it, but I like the ones that. If I. I would have taken The Office over SpongeBob. But, I mean, the rest of them. I put over The Office. Like, The Office as a show is probably my favorite show. Ever. 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 
clarify. But <laughs> I mean, the theme song. I don't know. I feel like I like it. Be it's I feel like it's song. better than what's new Scooby Doo. <laughs> You're just a hater. <laughs> All right, guys, please let us know who had the better draft. Even though it's obviously me. Anyway. <laughs> Hopefully these songs are stuck in your head after this. I hope so. Especially, what's new Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Hopefully. Because uh, if it's in your head, then that means I won. Sure. Alright. Now we're going to be playing the shower game. Just as a reminder, the shower game is the game in a shower where the person who can't name the subject that we picked gets a shower. Are we... Are we we need to set a timer this time, so this way we're not one of us is just sitting there for 30 seconds going, oh, what, what do I go with? How, okay, fine, we can set a timer. For how long? Um, for 15 seconds. Okay. You're going to have to reset it every time, though. Well, yeah. All right, I'm well. I'm just going to go with the stopwatch and set of a timer. This episode. Then, just tells you, then I'll just tell you when it hits 15. Okay. Well, you, I have to see it too. Like you can't, I can't just lose because I didn't. I'm know. not, dude. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> okay, you're at 15. What is two seconds? <laughs> okay. Um, we're gonna do movies with sequels. Yes. Any movie with a sequel. It could be lots of sequels. So we can do franchises, um, and you can do a movie that just has one singular sequel. That's what the rule set we decided. If you don't like it, too bad, because that's what we're doing. Spinoffs count as a separate choice, by the way. If it if the spinoff also got a sequel, mm-hmm. um. So basically, yeah, movie franchises and movies that just received one or two sequels. Um, Grant, you can start when you're ready. And I will go. Oh shoot! We have to wait. We forgot about my punishment. Oh, we did forget about your. Punishment. Oh, so sorry. So, Mr. Benjamin over here is getting punished. Granted, I hypothetically should be, too, for not catching this in the moment. In the last episode, we were naming first overall picks. And I said Tristan Thompson, thinking that he was one of the Cavs' first overall picks. He was not. He was not. He was fourth. So I decided that it was unfair that Grant lost, especially because I called him out for being wrong. He was, but so was I. Um, So I'm going to be getting a little punishment of myself. I'm not necessarily going to take a shower yet, but I'm going to be eating hot sauce, plain hot sauce. Grant, yes. what's on the label? Show Margot Robbie. <laughs> because she's hot. And we don't give free endorsements. You'll never know You'll never what know. brand of hot what sauce it is. Just go to Giant. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Well, Gi- Giant is uh, an eastern, northeastern grocery store. With the fancy lid. <laughs> Giant has a fancy lid. No, I'm talking about the bottle. <laughs> I was talking about Giant. Not everyone knows what that is. How does it smell? Let me smell it. It smells like sauce. Oh, that smells bad. <laughs> Please don't put a lot. So part of the punishment is I'm gonna have to eat it before I do the game. Um. Yeah, definitely don't put a lot. That's good. <laughs> you can scoop it up. All right. So, show that them much. that there's <laughs> that, that, much. that there's hot sauce on it. You gotta put it down on your tongue. Um, alright, so, <laughs> this isn't gonna be fun. No, no, it's not. But this is what I get for saying Tristan Thompson was the first overall pick. Also, we don't know 
how hot this actually is. We just looked for one that was supposedly hot, and this is hotter sauce. We Googled it and said 5,000 to 7,000 Scovels, whatever. Like, I know what a Scoville is, but I don't know. I can't compare that to anything, yeah. to yeah, be honest. We should probably should have watched, like, a Hot Ones episode before this just to kind of get that range, like, where along they made oh, wow. the show with 5,000. We're not we're trying to go crazy we're here. We're planning too much. But because I'm, I don't want to do this well, at all. That's do sucks. I still have to? Can yes, I? yes, you do. The good news is, if I lose, I get to take a cold shower. So I'm kind of excited. Doys. Should put it down on your tongue. I ate it. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> Let's start. <laughs> The shower game. Grant, take it away. Okay. Movies with sequels. With Star Wars. Star Wars? Okay. I'm going to go with Harry Potter. I am going to go with Fast and Furious. I'm going to go with Rocky. I'm going to go with Creed. I'm going to go with um, Godfather. I'm going to go with Indiana Jones. Um... I'm going to go with um, Joe Dirt and Joe Dirt 2. <laughs> I'm going to go with Grown Ups. All right, all right. I'm going to go with the SpongeBob movie franchise. <laughs> I'm going to go with Fantastic Beasts. Okay. I'll go with the Scooby-Doo movie franchise. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Hunger Games. Hunger Games, Okay. I'm gonna go for Iron Man. I'm gonna go with Thor. Captain America. I'm gonna go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll go with... Does it count? No, I'm not gonna go with that. Um, I'll go with Fantastic Four. Before they were in the MCU, they got yeah, two yeah, in the yeah. same, like, they were yeah. sequels, and they got another one yeah. that was bad. I am gonna go with the Maze Runner. Good. Um, Percy Jackson. I'm gonna go with Tooth Fairy. <laughs> oh, there was a second one. Second Tooth Fairy. There was a second Tooth Fairy. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm blanking. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with, um, um, shoot. Three. No, no, no! Stop! Stop! No, stop! Stop! You, dude, I just have <laughs> fourteen and a half seconds. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna say one because I'm going to say. One, because I can think of one. Because okay, it... restarted. So. Okay, okay, okay. There's been multiple Hulk movies. I'll count it because I'll be nice. <laughs> I'm gonna lose. Jaws. The Meg. That is correct. Spider Verse. Spider-Man. Avatar. Top Gun. 
Mission Impossible. Scream. Friday the 13th. Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, what's the one where they, they're attached? The, the human centipede. Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun. Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. There was a one and a two. Yes. Yes, yes, there was. Transformers. The Book Club. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted to use that early on. <laughs> the Book Club. Me and Grant right. saw The Book Club 1 and 2 the other day. Yes, yes, we did. Double feature. I am gonna go with, like, the escape. Like, escape from New York and escape from L.A. Okay. Rush Hour. Escape Plan. Doctor Strange. Terminator. Home Alone. Rambo. The Expendables. Grant's jamming. Because he can't right. think. But you can have some extra time because I did too. Dark Knight. Trilogy. Oh, I didn't say it. So... If you're counting that, can I say, like, the Tim Burton Batmans? You're specifically yeah, saying... Yeah, just for the... Just the two Tim Burton ones, though. Okay. And I will go with Aquaman. That's right. Suicide Squad. I know that I saw that there was a two. I have not seen it anywhere. Ouija shark. You can't use that. Why not? Okay, Sharknado. Okay, there you go. We'll talk about Ouija shark later. Some other time. <laughs> Just imagine it or look up. Look up the post. It's terrible. Oh, the, we've completely the, stopped you. The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Insidious. Purge. Insurgent. Divergent. Die Hard. Divergent is the sequel to Insurgent. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll go back. I know. I think I said Insurgent, which was one of the other ones. I think Divergent was the first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, you know what I meant though. Okay. So yeah. I'll say Die Hard. <laughs> I shouldn't have let you take it, Garfield. <laughs> um, Pokemon movies. The Amazing Spider-Man. Tom Holland Spider-Man. And when I said the Spider-Man in the beginning, I meant Tommy Maguire, and now I'm saying Tom Holland. Yeah. I kind of figured Blade. Ghost Rider with Nick Cage. Deadpool. Dang it! X-Men. Realistically, you should have lost at this point. Why Babe. Could, 
Babe, there's two babes. I, I'm very certain that there is a. No, babe I believe too. you. I believe you. Yeah. Air Bud. Isn't there like an Air Buddies? That's the same. I'm not, that's not, I'm not counting that as its own universe. Santa Claus. Oh my god. Uh, the Grinch trilogy, if you will. The Santa Claus. Can I start using the stopwatch again? Can you start or stop? Start. Sure. Okay, it started. Okay. Uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Um, let's see. No. No, don't count me down. Saul. I said Saul. It was already a 15. No. It, it, that ca- it, it, oh my god. It doesn't have to be like exactly you on. Do not point. know the rules of a stopwatch. No, it shouldn't be like you has to be exact. I got yeah, Saul. Still, you, that's technically the second time. Bullshit. You definitely went over fifteen seconds. Yeah, too. but you did it earlier. No, but you definitely did it like twice, and I yeah, didn't Yeah, and care. you did it multiple times too. And I'm saying we keep going. That we're disobeying the laws of the stopwatch. I don't like the stopwatch as long as it doesn't go on forever. You use stopwatch. Just let's keep going. <laughs> I said saw. I am gonna go with Zoolander. I'm gonna go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If it gets remade into something, are we counting that? What do you mean? Like, if they do it and then they redo it. Nah, that's... Like a remake. Unless it's a spinoff, I don't think it should count. Okay. Nemo. <laughs> yeah, that counts. Um, oh, I had one in my head. Oh, um, the Hannibal movies, like Sons of the Lambs. Brother Bear. Brother Bear? Brother Bear. Lilo and Stitch. Little Mermaid. Oh, these are such... Aladdin. We're naming like the ones that went straight to DVD. <laughs> Toy Story. Land Before Time. The Lion King. I was gonna say Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> He's cracking his toes now to help him think. Do you have a movie? Alien. Aliens. I'm just kidding. I know it's the same thing. How have we not said Shrek? I don't know. <laughs> Shrek. Predator. Puss in Boots. Damn it. She <laughs> <laughs> said I was ready to drive Oh, shoot. Bunch of dreamer. Boss, baby. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Dreamworks, Dreamworks. Everybody cut. Venom. This is technically a sequel. Knocked up, and um, this is 40. I'll take your word for it, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, neighbors. Didn't that get a sequel? Yes, that okay. did get a sequel. I shall kill Bill. Great movies. I'm gonna go with 
Let's see. Comedies. There's more. Oh, I was going to say um, Pitch Perfect. American Pie. Dang it. Oh, National Lampoons. Now you see me. Grant, stop it. Stop it. Um, the fuck was that? The Sandlot. Fletch. What's Fletch? It's like a Chevy Chase movie. Oh. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Like, uh, live action. Live action Scooby-Doo. I thought you said that already. I, first time I met, like, the animated ones. Uh, anyway, animated franchise and the live action amazing ones. Police Academy. Paul Blart. Damn it, I was going to say that <laughs> earlier, too, but I forgot about it. Star Trek. Dang it. Thank you, actually. That was a bit of a hint. <laughs> I did a starship for him. No. Isn't there more space stuff? I don't know. Is there? 2001 A Space Odyssey had a sequel. Yes, it did 2010. Airplane. Monty Python. Lethal Weapon. Was there a Jack and Jill 2? No, there was not. <laughs> Why not? Because it sucked. Oh my god. Oh, Hotel Transylvania. Conan the Barbarian. Guys, I'm struggling. I'm trying so hard and I'm not getting anywhere. Grant, do you have a bunch of like them in your head? I've got a few. All right, guys. I'm unfortunately going to call it quits. Get fucked. I could never surpass Grant on movie knowledge. He is very good at that. He's seen every movie. Beverly Hills Cop. He's seen every movie. So we we'll... had some other ones, but <laughs> I completely forgot them already. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, Grant won fair and square. The hot sauce kind of wore off. Next time, we can do more, maybe. Yeah. Do more. Instead of you going... It was hot. Seconds. It was and hot. Then, uh... <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back for me to take my shower. This time, you can sit in my misery. Yes. We are here today to have our loser... Get bathed on. I lost twice, really. And before we start the commencement, we would just like to say something real quick. Dear Mr. Mark McGrath of the band Sugar Ray, we are very big fans, and we would very much appreciate if you would allow us to use one of your songs in one of our show in one of our episodes. Or every episode. Or every episode. Either or, we would be honored 
to be able to display your fantastic music and share it to the masses. With that being said, our loser must be punished. Never mind, it doesn't work like that. Wait! Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is called dedication. He's getting his socks wet. I don't want y'all to see my feet. No free feet pics. Someday, when my life has passed me by, sit around and wonder why you guys were always there for me. It's cold. This is helping me breathe for sure. Okay. Well, thank you for watching. And please come back next time. Until then, I am Grant. And he is Benjamin. We thank you for spending your time with us. Goodbye. Goodbye. That wasn't good. Turn back. There we go. Turn it off, you jackass. Ha, ha, ha.